You're listening to Irish Radio Canada, Roman Abroad, and uh, as we emerge somewhat, and I'll only say somewhat, out of COVID, because none of us know what's around the corner, uh, in person and uh, what were gatherings that brought people together had been postponed or put on abeyance for about 18 months now. And things are starting to re-establish. And that has been particularly challenging for people in the diplomatic community who very much depend on being able to interact face-to-face with people and make human connections in order. That's their job. But John Boylan is the Deputy Head of Mission at the Irish Embassy here in Ottawa. And John, in his time here, has spent much of it under that type of restriction. And as things get out uh, a little bit better, hopefully it'll make life more comfortable and, and his job more interesting. John, thank Thanks a million for coming along. Um, as I said, you've had a particularly challenging period, given your role is to be in touch with people. No, absolutely, Austin. Yeah, you're right. That is that is the bread and butter of what we do. Um, and it's been, it's been a strange time. I had about four months here in Canada, uh, just settling in before the pandemic struck. So it's just starting to get out and about. Um, but yeah, that the uh, the brakes were put on pretty sharp, and uh, I've had to become adept, as we all have, with the, with the more technical uh, means of communication and all the rest of it. Um, I think, unfortunately, I think we, we, like many people, were hardwired, you know, to start fresh in September, that that would be, a, you know, with the back-to-school vibes and all the rest of it. I certainly had visions the months between September and, and December of, of a lot more in-person events and a lot more travelling. Um, unfortunately, you know, we, we've, we're having to exercise a little bit more patience uh, than, than we would have hoped. Um, I, do, I think it's, it's important to note that we are privileged to be in Canada, uh, where the vaccination rates are so high and they gave us so much hope. Um, but we just need to hold off for a little bit longer, you know, um, and normal service would resume in terms of travel around the country, in terms of ministers coming over and things like that. But there are, in fairness, a few variables uh, left to sort out. I think, I think foremost in people's minds is the, the issue of uh, vaccinating children. Uh, children myself and they're going back to school and there's just a bit of reticence around getting fully back to normal with that with that variable still hanging there you know um but that, that being said we're um we're pushing on with uh, with things i guess just in terms of uh, you were asking me you know offline about you know what, what we had planned mm-hmm. in the fall and um yeah like our, our in, in broad strokes we're, we're not giving up complete hope but uh, we're going to continue with our virtual events and um, because they've been they've been an excellent way to stay connected but we, we, with a big asterisk that we're going to be keeping an eye on anything that might be possible around gatherings um small they might be smaller you know um uh, in ambition in size than we would hope but but anything that we can pull out we'll pull out in person um, as we go into to winter in Canada, you know, that'll be a little bit more challenging because things, you know, might have to be inside with, with windows shut and all that. Um, but, you know, we just keep monitoring the situation. Um, but there are things there are things coming up. Um, if I can flag a few, do you mind? That would be fantastic. Well, the first, I just wanted to flag a few films. This is, these are just things we're supporting. There's uh, two Irish films coming up at the, this month at the Toronto Film Festival. Um, so the film called... Wolf. That's going to be a premiere by uh, that's directed by Natalie Biancheri, and uh, and a film called Belfast, which is a semi-autobiographical drama from uh, Kenneth Branagh. And then so there at the Toronto Film Festival, those two. We've won at the Ottawa Film Festival an Irish film, uh, an animated short film called End of Stories. That's by uh, a brilliant Irish artist I know called David O'Reilly. And then uh, looking further forward, then there's a film in November at the EU Film Festival. 
and that's on uh, Phil Linnett of, uh, of Tim Lindsay fame, and that's called uh, Songs for While I'm Away, and we're, we're sponsoring that one. Um, in terms of our own events at the Embassy, we'll, we'll certainly be doing something around Halloween, the, the details to be confirmed, um, but we will, do, we will be doing something uh, then virtually anyway, and again with the weather eye on, on whether we might be able to do something in person. We we're hoping to add in something, definitely a virtual event for children around Halloween, which uh, people's children are anything like my own, you know, something that scares the living daylights out of them is always a big hit, so we're hoping that that will be a, a bit of a slam dunk. Um, further forward then, just, just projecting that there are annual events that we would normally have done, like Homes for the Holidays, which is the thing we hold at the residence, um, a big event, and uh, we're hoping to do something maybe around James Joyce's The Dead before Christmas, which doesn't sound very uplifting, but it's, uh, it's uh, a seminal piece of work. Um, so... Uh, Basically, at the very least, we will be running these, these events virtually, but, but with, with our fingers crossed that they might be in person. Um, John, if I can cut across there briefly. So while this is going on, while the plans are in place, the embassy offices, are they open? And if they are, what type of hours and what are the protocols surrounding that? Yeah, thanks, Austin, and I wanted to highlight that, actually. Yeah. Um, so, first of all, the uh, the MC is open. We, we have remained open throughout the pandemic. We never closed. Uh, but in-person uh, in person visits are by appointment only, so you can do that by just contacting us by email uh, or over the phone. Um, I wanted to highlight uh, our, our, our consular team, our excellent consular team at the, uh, at the embassy, because they really have been under cash there over the last uh, couple of months. A lot of queries coming in. Uh, over email and, and the phones and um, just a couple of things I wanted to highlight just kind of general trends um, one is over the mixed vaccines um, so as you know in Canada they're offering and have offered mixed vaccines so you may have got a Pfizer and a Moderna or some other combination uh, so you are fully vaccinated but unfortunately Ireland uh, like a few other countries does not recognise that um, so it doesn't mean, first of all, it does not mean that you cannot get into the country. You absolutely can get into Ireland, but you will have to self-quarantine for five days. And then you have to get a, a negative test to get out of that quarantine. So it is, it is uh, inconvenient for people. It seems unfair to a lot of people. Uh, and Canada is a bit of an outlier on this uh, in terms of offering the mixed vaccines. So we have been advocating um, uh, on people's behalf with the HSE, with the Department of Health, uh, because they make the call on this. Uh, for a more favourable resolution on that front, but, uh, but as it stands, that is still the case. Ireland does not recognise mixed vaccines as being fully vaccinated. Um, the good news on, on the other side, then coming into Canada from the 7th of September, so, so on Tuesday this week, uh, fully vaccinated travellers can come into Canada uh, for non-essential purposes, so my own parents uh, took advantage of that and, and they're here. It's a very simple process. You just put in a few details around where you're going and what you're doing, uh, but once you have proof of, of the vaccination, um, you're in. And then one other thing, just for people who are, who are flying to Dublin and going on to Northern Ireland, um, Canada is now on the UK's green list. So that means that uh, you will not need to quarantine if you're doing that if you're going up to Northern Ireland from Dublin. Uh, you'll just need a, a negative PCR test before you leave. So look, the message is keep an eye on, the, uh, on our website for, for details on the UK SEO uh, website for what's required there. But if you're in any doubt, Give us a ring, drop us an email, and we'll get back to you. Um, the, yeah, other, the, other, the other big one, John, would be if people who would normally be coming over, and I know the summer has ended, but you would have had students or people coming on the two-year visas, and maybe this might be the time that people are coming. What has been the state of play, and what is the current state of play on that? 
Well, actually, actually, we got some good news on that just yesterday, I believe. Um, the Canadian authorities, they've now resumed the working holiday authorization program. That's the two-year visa you're talking about there. And you do not need now a prior job offer before coming, which was the case during the pandemic. You needed to have a job offer along with your visa, but now you don't as long as you're fully vaccinated. So, I mean, vaccination is the key here. Get, your, get yourself fully vaccinated. And now would be the time to avail of it, absolutely. You don't need that job offer. You can just, you can just get over but while you don't need a job offer, we certainly, I think, would be encouraging people to at least have done their homework, uh, given the challenges oh. surrounding everything at the moment, and not just step off of the plane and think the red carpet is waiting for you. Well, that's, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, that's common sense, uh, which, which sometimes is common, but no, you're right, you're absolutely right, no, do your research. Um, I, think, I think things are a lot more positive, though. Um, you know, we are, okay, there's a fourth wave at the moment, but... The economy is opening up. There are more jobs now in the service industry, for example, coming on stream. It depends, of course, what part of Canada you're going to. So that's, that's a, an important message to people who are planning to come over. Do, do, don't just do generic research for Canada. Find out where you're going and do the research on that particular province or city uh, because they vary considerably and, and they're under different rules. Yeah, so that's an important point. Dan, one of the big... Issues, I guess, or I shouldn't say issues, but one of the big things from an Irish perspective in Canada is entertainment. Uh, like, we, the Irish come over here and they entertain the Canadians and give all these characters. Uh, it's big. And, you know, the Irish entertainment industry has been shut down effectively because of the pandemic. And I know it's gradually opening. I've seen some artists have travelled over to Germany recently and some to the UK and up in the north. Are you hearing anything that will encourage or that we can see possibly some um, entertainment travel happening in the And maybe early next year even. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you meant in a general sense that we entertain the Canadians. Uh, <laughs> but that too, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm just picking up things uh, from Toronto, really, which is, you know, would be the hub of that kind of scene. Not the only one, of course. Um, but there are there are small gigs opening up. I, I think that there were a few events uh, going on over the summer in Canada, uh, and, and they continue. And big events, you know, but they're outdoor events. Um, they were, and that's a little bit misleading in terms of, again, the winter in Canada, uh, because they won't fly then, uh, presumably. So, um, it, again, it depends on, on, on where you're going. But I think, I mean, Toronto is a good barometer because it seems to be the last, you know, bastion to come out of any kind of, uh, of, of COVID wave. Um, so if you keep an eye on Toronto and, and what the gigs, you know, the gig situation is there, that's a good barometer for the rest of Canada. Of course, Vancouver would open up traditionally, as, as we know, you know, a lot quicker. Um, what I'm seeing is just, yeah, it, it was a good summer, but again, I, I'm reticent to kind of um, to say that, that that'll carry on into the winter. It depends. But yeah, look, we, we've just got to be hopeful, and no one can offer any definitive no. uh, answer on that kind of thing, you know, unfortunately. No, because I know it's hot house flowers was in Germany. I was wondering, where, where are we going to get them out <laughs> there? Uh, you, had a, you had a vested interest, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, website... Uh, location, Twitter feed, uh, you've got your YouTube channel, where should people find you? Yeah, I mean, keep an eye on our Twitter at the um, Embassy of Ireland in Canada, and that's, you know, that's the thing that we, we constantly update. The website then, Embassy of Ireland, www.embassyofireland.ca, 
Um, yeah, look, they're, they're constantly updated. That's it. All our events are on our YouTube channel, as you say, um, and you'll find the links to those on the Twitter feed. Um, yeah, and then we also send out a, um, a community newsletter, which I encourage everybody to read and to get on that newsletter uh, list. And again, you can get that on the website. John, it's, it's been a real pleasure reconnecting. Have we missed anything, or did we cover as much as we need to? The only thing, the only thing, Austin, I wanted to, to highlight uh, and advise everyone, and you'd be shocked and appalled at how often this happens, but just if you are planning traveling uh, or holidays, check your passport, check that it's in date. Um, we, we, are, we, are, we are constantly getting this one. Uh, people are caught off guard. So it's a very quick renewal process online now, and even first-time applicants can do it online, so please just... Just check that your passport is in there. It will save us a lot of a lot of trouble. And where's Sam McGuire going to end up this year? Sam McGuire is going to Tyrone this year without a shadow. As a proud Galway man, <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that. John, John Boylan, it's been a real pleasure chatting with you. Thanks, Austin.